All right, all right, everybody. Welcome to the Building Black Podcast. So today, our topic of discussion, this would be an interesting one, tackling our debt. So the mindset, the mantra, and the method to tackling our debt. Yeah, a whole slogan there. Yeah, we've got a whole slogan. And wait till we wait till we get to the mantra. You know my mantra. Marv knows my mantra, oh, but yes, I'll, I I'll share I it a little bit a little bit later. Uh, so we're we're jumping into tackling debt. There's a lot of information, a lot of some of it is practical, some of it is more theoretical. But part of the reason we thought we needed to um, talk about this is because there's so much conversation now around building generational wealth. Mm -hmm. Like you know, you hear it all the time. Everybody right. wants to build generational build wealth. Legacy. Yeah. Um, and build a legacy and mm -hmm. I and I heard one of the people that we, we referenced today Tiffany the budget Nista mm -hmm. um, her being a guest on on the um, I forgot the name of the podcast that she was on but she mentioned we can't get to building wealth until we end up tackling our debt mm, you know baby be, steps. right baby steps like we're we're a lot of us are at a deficit and so Clearing debt is just the basis, you know, that's yeah. getting to zero. That's a fact. And so we have quite a ways to go before we can get to the generational wealth. So we want to kind of start at zero and, and, and then we'll jump into how do we get to ultimately um, wealthy. Right. Being so, wealthy. Exactly. So we want to talk about reasons why um, us as black folk, black people get into debt. So the first one we came up with is not enough education about credit and how credit works um not paying uh only paying excuse me the minimum mm -hmm. um not realizing that your interest rates do go up right and that that money is borrowed that's not your money right and and yeah. some of us will especially like these retail retail credit cards right. retail credit cards credit cards are you know not the best thing in general particular but particularly these retail credit cards um you open it and you're at 25 percent interest already off the rip right, right off exactly. the rip so exactly. it's money just just being poured down the drain exactly. let me say hi to some of our um let me say hi to some of our Facebook family. So we see Danette is in there. Hey, Danette. Hey, Bettina. We see T is watching. Hello. Hello. But yeah, the, 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 we really need to educate ourselves. And, and right. unfortunately, a lot of the generations before us just weren't aware. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then also um, credit education. You know, what is credit? Um, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. What do late payments mean? Um, just in general, what is it used for? How does that affect us? How does it affect us? Mm -hmm. And how does it affect when you want to go and buy something, a house or mm -hmm. um, right. anything else that you may want to do? That credit score. So yeah. <laughs> so I have our first question for the audience today. Uh, do How many of you, if you know your credit score right now, you don't have to share it, but if you at least know it, Put a thumbs up in the comments oh, gosh, if you know up. your credit score. If you don't know your credit score, put a thumbs down in the comments. We like okay. to get that participation from our live audience. Yeah. And then going back to the reasons why we may be into debt. Um, number three, we have your parents may have used your credit card. So you may have a kid that's 17 and already has debt. Mm -hmm. um, that may be one reason. Yeah. A friend of mine growing up, mm -hmm. um, his, 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 well, not growing up, but right around my twenties, mm -hmm. um, was really trying to dig himself out of debt. And mm -hmm. this was debt that, that his parents had put, had, had accumulated in just getting credit in his name. See? And it really right. set him back and it caused a lot of stress, unfortunately. Right. Another question we have for the audience mm -hmm. too is, 
you know, we're talking about not being educated. We're talking about our parents affecting our credit, our credit and, you know, parents opening up credit cards and little boo-boo's name and things mm -hmm. like that. Things like that, right. Um, how old were you all when you started to learn about credit and FICO score and mm -hmm. just finances in general? How old were you? Were you learning as a youth or did you not learn until your adulthood? We mm -hmm. just, we want to know that from you all. Right. So getting back to the list. Hang on one second. Sure. So I see Jay Martin. He knows his credit score. Thumbs up. T okay. Shivers. His his his. Uh, he knows his credit score. Thumbs up. Danette knows her credit okay, score. Thumbs up. G guys, I'm <laughs> glad to hear. It. And honestly, at this current present present moment, I don't know mine. I haven't uh, checked mine you for yours? not for a few months. Okay. I know the range though. Okay. But it's I don't know. They, we gonna let you slide. Exactly. We gonna, we gonna let you slide. <laughs> Mark, do you know yours? I do. Okay. I do. I okay. Do. All right. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Okay, so getting back to the list, we have um, number four, education, school loans, um, you know, making enough money to pay back the school loans. Um, again, you know, paying the, min min the minimum is not going to get you out of debt. You're actually going to be in debt longer. Right. And, yeah. and, and if, while we're talking about school, um, you know, that kind of brings up a question of is school, is the degree worth the cost? Right. You know, um, there, I, what I'm noticing is that our generation, the millennial generation, and who comes after us? I don't even know. Don't even the, know. the generation younger, right <laughs> below us, 20, early 20 somethings, yeah. whoever they are, <laughs> X, Y, Z. Um, the, the values are starting to shift where we're questioning what, what was told to us by our, our parents, our grandparents of you go to school, you get an education, you get a good job, and then you retire off of, you know, a, a pension, which for a lot of us, a pension aren't, isn't even a thing anymore. Right. So there's this kind of generational shift in, in the values of, um, is, is college really worth it? Right. So I want to kind of share some statistics on how our education and our, our pursuit of education is affecting us financially. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this is this is research by the White House. So black college graduates uh, tend to have nearly twenty five thousand more student loan debt when they graduate. Wow. So an average we tend to have about an average of fifty thousand dollars in debt compared to twenty eight thousand dollars in debt for a white bachelor's degree. Hmm. Now, proportionately, there are more black students that are enrolling in gra graduate school than white students. So, you know, we're twelve percent of the population and that proportionally more of our twelve percent is enrolling into graduate school than to to white students. OK, so. The question is, is a college degree worth the cost? Um, you know, an, an one more statistic, black college graduates are twice more likely or twice as likely 40% as white graduates, 22% to accumulate graduate school debt. Hmm. And that graduate school debt is, is generally where we tend to really get caught up, where we really sense. tend to graduate. see the... It's expensive. It's expensive, right? Right. right. Mm -hmm. So the whole, the whole, one of the, the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast was we wanted to facilitate conversation and stimulate um, everyone's thoughts and ideas um, around debt and how to get out of debt and some practical ways of how to get that done. Right. Right. We want to get people so, thinking and talking and, you know, to let you know that it, it's possible for you. This isn't just for the people that we post in the group or the experts that we see on TV. You can get out of debt now. Right. doesn't have to be 10, 15, 20 years from now. Yeah. So you want to 
Uh, yeah. Well, but here's the thing. So, at, I, and, and that's kind of a segue into this next portion. You know, um, I'm saying it's possible. It doesn't have to be 10, 15 years from now. Hey, Eb, she's in the audience. Hey, uh, it doesn't have to be this 10, 15 years and years from now. But mm -hmm. as Marv and I were preparing for the show, we really disagreed on how we wanted to we present did. this information. Too. We disagreed. Yeah, we, we, we had a couple <laughs> of conversations about this going back and forth because we disagree. And you all can let us know where you fall in mm -hmm. the in the in your beliefs or who you side with, basically. Oh, you want to do it like that? Do it, do it like she that. She's playing dirty, y'all. She's playing dirty. And I, I feel like, I feel like my, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just different, but we'll see, we'll see what the audience says. Okay. Um, I believe that the method is simple. The, the process of clearing debt is actually simple in theory. It's not hard to understand, and we're going to talk about what that looks like, but it's the application that's, that's challenging. I didn't want to get out here and get on a podcast and tell people that, it, that it's hard to do and you got you know, you to think about if it's something you really want to do it, because it's really, in my mind, it's a simple process. Um, but it's the discipline and it's the sacrifice and it's the follow through that's challenging. But I believe anybody can do it unless there are some, some caveats. But even then, if you, you hustle right, you can do it. If you're um, just making minimum wage or if you're you know living below the poverty line, that's going to make it much more challenging. But even then, I don't think that it's impossible. Marv thinks differently, though. I, you know what? I agreed with everything that you said, mm -hmm. but I think that for some people it's not as simple as you may have just explained. Okay. For some people, people have different things that are in place that will um, hinder them or make it a little bit harder to get out of debt. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's mm -hmm. possible. I think anything is possible. I think that um, if you, like we've talked about, your mindset, you really making up your mind and finding ways to do it. But I think for some people, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. That's my stance on it yeah uh, i mean <laughs> everybody you, you say it looks different for everybody i do i agree and, that it does look different right and everybody's yes. situation is different absolutely um but i right. believe that I, I i just don't feel like it's complex you say it's not complex but you all let us know what, what you feel okay um and part of the reason you know, I, I kind of wanted to back my position with a few different stories. So we have stories of a single woman. We have stories of uh, a married couple. We have stories of a married couple with kids. And these are a few different demographics. Um, and, and, and the single woman, she was a, a preschool teacher. Mm. They were all able to dig themselves out of their debt and to become financially secure um, in through different ways. So I want to share some of these stories. And some of you all may have heard of some of these people. One person is the Budget Nista. You know the Budget mm -hmm. Nista is right here in Newark, New Jersey. Oh, is she? I didn't know that. Yep, she's I've based heard, out I've of Newark. i story, though. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so at 30 years old, she was a preschool teacher. So, you know, preschool teacher salary is not, not super high. Mm. But she shares how her, her father was an accountant. So he had given her financial knowledge throughout the course of her life. So she had a condo. She had her her um, six to eight month savings, and she was she was pretty financially secure. But then in 2009, um, with the Great Recession, she lost her job. And then at the same time, she also was scammed for her on her credit card for thirty five thousand dollars. Thirty yeah, thirty five thousand wow. dollars worth of credit card a credit card scam. Wow. Okay. And so ultimately. She wasn't able to find the job. She blew through her emergency savings. She lost her house. She had this credit card debt, um, credit credit score drop, and mm -hmm. she ended up having to move back home with her parents. Okay. But 
through simple budgeting and hustling, she was able to dig herself out of that. She, you know, she went through a little depressed period and everything, course, yeah. but she was able to dig herself out of that. Okay. Um, black married and debt free. So they have the, this is Marcus and Shira on black married and debt free. They have a podcast. They have a YouTube channel. You can follow them. $110,000 worth of debt cleared in two years with two children. Oh, wow. So okay. it's possible to do it with kids, kids. too. Okay. Okay. Then we have the money coach, Leo J. Lewis, on Instagram. Mm. Him and his wife, they cleared $220,000 worth of debt in two years. Wow. Now, Leo was an occupational therapist. His wife was a nur is a nurse practitioner. And according to them, they both made less than $100,000 a year. Now, I don't know exactly what it was, but they were both making less than $100,000 worth the, uh, a year. And... In two years, they cleared two hundred and twenty thousand dollars worth that's, of credit card debt. That's amazing. This is pretty amazing. So wait a minute, hold on. You you are telling us about all these people, and mm -hmm. haven't you yourself? Haven't you cleared your debt? I cleared some debt. It wasn't two hundred and twenty thousand dollars worth. Yeah, but why don't we? Yeah, let's talk about you though. Let's okay. turn it on you. Let's talk about some of the ways that you cleared your debt. So when did you decide to make that happen? Mm -hmm. How much you know debt did you have? Mm -hmm. Let's tell the people. Okay, so. I would say that journey started in 2019. I had just came back from, from South Carolina and did a okay. relationship, okay. was back at home with my parents and decided I wanted to really start fresh. And like, if none of this, these things worked out that I wanted to do, I want to build my life in the way that I see it. You took like, control. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to rebuild and I want it to look the way I want it to look. Okay. So I, um, 2017, that's when I started my practice. Okay. Took a little bit of time for the practice to grow, mm -hmm. um, but around 2018, the uh, the practice started to fill up, and and I'll say, you know, I was it was about twenty to twenty five thousand dollars worth of debt between my car, between my credit card, and between a timeshare. The timeshare that's like the worst decision. Do people still do timeshares? Are y'all like? <laughs> I, yeah, I know a couple people that. Have, that have, I, why, I, why is it the worst decision? I tell me. I why. mean, I've heard some things now um, during COVID. That, that now it's not, you know, not now. For, for timeshares? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Um, because one, they, they, are, they never have the availability that I need. You know, okay. they, they sell you this thing, they go, they show you the most beautiful place and they tell you you can, you know, you can do exchanges and you can basically they have a vacation you. space anywhere in the world, but they don't tell you that you may have to try to book two years in advance to oh, get the wow. place or the place that. like in uh, Fiji or the places people really want to go tend to be booked out. Okay. Um, it's just not worth it with now with, you know, the world being so globalized, there's just better ways to figure out how to travel Airbnb and right, right, right. all the, you know, travel clubs and things like that. It okay. wasn't the best decision. Okay. Um, and I want to jump into the comments here. Okay, Herb sure. says, keep up the good work. Hey, hey Herb. Herb. <laughs> uh, Jay says, it's great that we're even talking about this. Thank you, Jay. Yes. So, uh, back to my story, though. Mm -hmm. uh, so this was I, it was about twenty thousand dollars. It was the credit card, the car, and the timeshare. And what? How did I do it? So you know, I, ha I, I had my practice, which was filling up. Um, I also took on a second job at a school. Okay, I, I worked that. about an extra 20, 20 hours a week. Mm -hmm. um, it was a little bit of a. It was it was definitely a balance in trying to manage 
having a business, starting and growing a business, and then also giving my time to someone else. It wasn't really something I, that I wanted to do. So just back up a second. Did you have your all of your debt written down? And mm -hmm. Did you have a monthly schedule as to, or every two week schedule as to how you were going to pay it? How did that look? Yeah. So I started, <laughs> I followed Dave Ramsey and Dave Ramsey has the Dave Ramsey budget form. Mm -hmm. And so it's a pretty comprehensive form of what all of your expenses are okay. um, for the month. So of course I, I tracked all of my, all of my expenses and my put down my credit cards on there. And one thing that I would say, I actually wrote into my schedule money management that I would need to do at least 30 minutes a week mm. and money management can look like anything, but it's basically this time is dedicated to just looking at your finances, whether it's checking a bank account, paying off a credit card, doing a budget. But I wanted to make sure I was focusing on my finances for at least 30 minutes a week, because at one point, 2016 when everything kind of went downhill I didn't even look at anything like I didn't look at accounts I didn't look at balances I didn't do any budget because I knew there wasn't anything there and, oh, so <laughs> and I didn't know what I was doing at the time there was so, nothing to balance there was nothing to balance nothing to balance I don't want to think about it and I think a lot of us will just kind of uh stick our head in the sand when we're overwhelmed by mail financially yeah, yeah. well it, and that's what I was that. doing yeah so okay. I made a decision to um to to manage it and to pay attention to it 30 about 30 minutes a week and um and another thing was that you know i stayed home and mm -hmm. i i say that i share that because i know that's not an option for everybody mm -hmm. but i think going from kind of more of a collectivist mindset from an individualist mindset to a collectivist mindset will will serve many of us because we can pool our resources so it may not be your parents that you can live with but it may be a family friend that you can live with it may be buying a house with um another couple that you know and you take the upstairs and they take the downstairs and mm. you split the rent and you both your co-owners but us trying to do things ourselves and feeling like you know we have to be out there on our own mm -hmm. um it i don't i don't think it really serves us and i think it's more of a western okay. value than than an, an, an african-centered value that's a fact so that was you know how i did it um mm -hmm. let's see danette says i started off focused and then got off track mm -hmm. okay that yep. happens yep it definitely that happens, happens. To the best of us. Mm -hmm. yep. um so so what i noticed and some may say for me, you know, it was extreme to live, to live back at home. Um, and it was definitely not easy. Yeah, of course. Um, and, and, and looking at black married and debt free money coach that their different stories, what the common thread is that one, they were all young and black like mm -hmm. we are. Okay. So I wanted to share that because it's possible. You want to see people that look like you and we'll, we'll share some of their, their handles in um, the show notes, but they all took pretty extreme approaches. So Very extreme. Uh, Leo and his wife, they reported having five different side hustles mm. along with the business. Now side hustles, not their jobs, but five different side hustles. Mm. Um, his wife, at one point was working 90 hour weeks. Now that was before she had her son. Um, but they took these extreme approaches because they made a decision in their minds that mm -hmm. we got to get this off our backs. Right. And, and they also had a vision as to where they wanted to be versus where they were. Right. So that brings me to like my first point, the mindset. Mm -hmm. I think in order for us to, to do this and to achieve like financial health, we have to have a mindset that it's, and not a someday kind of if only kind of goal, you know, when I get to it, I get to it. We have to really be focused, as Danette said, and decide that this is possible and set a date and set that goal for yourself, you know, that, that this is what I'm doing. 
Right. I mean, I think also along with the, the, the mindset piece, you have to have practical um, things, actions that you do along with that, right? So you, you can make up your mind, mm-hmm. which, is, which is the first step. Right. But then the next step is, okay, how am I going to do this? What is this going to look like? What are some of the things that I have to do every day or once a month or whatever mm-hmm. the case might be to right. get to that goal? Marv is like, yeah, we can think about it positively, but how are we going to do it? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah, definitely, we, but, I, but we can't bypass that first step. No, I agree with that. I think we have to, but that's anything, right? You have to decide first. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. That's and the only then, way things get done. Right. But you decide. Thing, we, I think a lot of times we don't decide. We know the debt is there. We think it's impossible. We're overwhelmed by it. I think that's the But key. you can do it. If right. you decide you're going to do that's it. That's the first key. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So so jumping into that, the mm-hmm. how, what I noticed from each of the stories we had, including my own story, mm-hmm. how did they do it? It's a simple formula. To me, it's, it's simple. You Is it, I, <laughs> you, one, you cut your expenses. You got to cut your expenses. And then two, you increase your income. It has to, yeah. That, now, that makes sense, right? That's... And it's not that's complex. The only, they, that's, you do have, you have to cut back somewhere. Right. And increase somewhere else. Right. 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 So we're going to talk about now side hustles. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a couple. I'm trying to get a few. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we want to ask some of you guys, what are some of the side hu- hustles that you guys have? Yes. Let us um, know. What, what are you, you doing? doing? What are you guys doing on the side? And, you know, I've heard so many different things, so, so many different people and, and just, being creative with it. I like that. Yes. Good. Creativity is key. So I'll share another way that I was able to work through. So my mother and I, um, we, we have, we sell clothes online. Mm -hmm. So we have the Poshmark app. We have the Tradesy app. We have, I think she has Etsy. We have Mercari. These are all, all. yeah, we have it all. Um, (laughs) and, and we, what we do is we have made about over the last couple of years. And that was part of how I paid off my debt, um, in splitting our, splitting our profit have made about $25,000 on, um, these different, these different platforms. Okay. So what we do is we go, she goes to a website called Mm estatesales.net. And finds listings of different estate sales. So, you know, we have garage sales, but then estate sales are where people will open up their homes and they they may be moving. Maybe someone passed away and they're essentially liquidating everything in the house. So from from clothes to to shoes, to furniture, to toys, they're getting rid of everything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes these millionaires will go to Saddle River, will go to Inglewood. Uh, These millionaires, they'll leave their homes and they'll go across country and they don't want to take anything. They're just going to buy everything new. Wow. Old to be in that position. Yeah, what a a, uh, life to live. (laughs) And so they sell everything, but they sell it at like bottom of the bell prices. Mm -hmm. So you can get some really, really quality things um, at such low prices. So I remember one time we, we found a pair of Christian Louboutin shoes um, retail you know could be set six seven hundred dollars we got them for ninety dollars yeah, then wow. we flipped them for I think it was 450 wow. and we made that profit so doing things like that and just kind of knowing what's out there and that to me that's something anybody can do mm-hmm. um, these estate sales are all over the country um, or garage sales. Garage Gary sales, B. Right. He has yeah. this show, Trash Talk. Um, mm-hmm. Talks about how you know you, you collectors' items and toys and mugs and mm-hmm. and all these different things you can find. And there are people who do this full time and are making sixty thousand dollars a year. 
but it's creativity. It is. And to me, it's not, it, that's not quite the same as burning the candle at both ends, you know, working the graveyard shift and then going to a regular nine to five. You can do it in the way that works for you, but be, get creative and think about, you know, what makes sense for me. Right. Especially if you have children or your family looks a little bit different. We have some comments. Do we? Okay. All right. Um, T says the word simple can, can come off as condescending. Mm. And I think that's what Marv said. But again, I, I disagree because I don't think it's a complex process. I think the, the, the application is, is challenging. Um, right. but, but it's not, it's not complex. Yeah. But for some people it might be. I don't, I don't think it is. Cause because depending on what you have going on in your life, it's going to be a little bit more of an effort to figure out. We're not talking about the mindset piece. Mm -hmm. Let's take the mindset out to figure out how am I going to tackle this debt? Mm -hmm. It's going to be, um, I don't want to say more of a struggle, but for some people, depending on what they have going on in their life, it may be a little bit more complex. No, I, I think it, it may. Then it would for me or you or the next person. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't agree. No, agree it's, not, it's, it's not that I don't agree. I understand what you're saying. I just don't want people to walk away with the idea that, that it's 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 too hard to do. No. Because their situation looks different. Right. And I also think that you have to remember that you're coming from a different place because you've done it. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So a lot right. of people have not. So for you, you know, when you look back on stuff, you're like, oh, yeah, I did do it. Mm -hmm. I, it can be done. Mm -hmm. So I think that your perspective it's great too. Right. But you can say, look, I did it. Yeah. This and is what I did and I'm debt free. And I think, I think <clears throat> what was hard about it was the follow through. Mm. It was the, you know, the, I, I don't, I want to go on vacation. I can't go on vacation. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, I love to travel. Yeah, we know. <laughs> so, we you know, know, good two years. I, I'm, I'm not traveling. I'm, 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 having doing the emotional work of looking at the budget and seeing like the money isn't there or the finances aren't growing. Um, you know, it, that's the hard part. It's more so more the, the emotional, emotional thing than the figuring out of the, the how, how at least for, for me. You. Okay. Yeah. And then you have to, and you also worked at a job that you, it was emotionally draining too with mm -hmm. the kids. Mm -hmm. I remember you talking about that. Right. So that couldn't have been easy dealing with that on top of trying to figure everything out. You have to go into this job. Right to you know and and you know to clear the debt mm -hmm. yep so. yep so th to me that's the the challenging part okay. um so then the second thing so we we got our side hustles as far as the me hustles. the method oh well, you know we skipped over the mantra mark oh we sure <laughs> did how could we forget <laughs> how, how could we forget the mantra <laughs> so the mantra we have the mindset it's possible we can do it now the the mantra is you know you you want to you have to cut your debt and you have to increase your you have to cut your expenses and, and increase your, your income, income. Yes. so that brings me to the mantra it's money to be made t-shirt yes <laughs> that's her favorite saying y'all for the past like five years i say it all the time yeah, to the point where marv she finishes the statement yeah, for you, me yeah you you say it a lot but it's true yeah it's, it's money true. It, living it's in america there is money to be made some you can way, make money somehow. some way somehow that's and that's true. why i say it's not as complicated as we think as we think it is because there's so many opportunities to make money in so many different ways. Right. Tiffany's is selling daggone silver uh, uh, paper clips for that. fifty for a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars, and people were buying. Them and too. people are buying. That was them. the other piece. So paper clips. Pa paper clips. <laughs> so this, you know, there, there are some downfalls to capitalism, but 
one plus side is that there is money to be made and we have to develop a, a, a money making mindset. We need to be able to see uh, ways, ways to make money in every, every way that we everywhere we look. That's a fact because because it's there. Right. So that's what I'm talking about when I say it's not as, as challenging as we think it is. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Being black in America. Jason's being black in America is complicated, but we but we figure that out that that it is that it is okay uh kiva says having access to certain resources or talents makes it easier for others that's true i believe we all have certain certain talents though and we have to figure out what our specific talent and gifting is yeah to, and then make money and, th and that's that's part of the creativity aspect. piece of it that we spoke about earlier mm -hmm. yep right okay um so go going on to some of our other methods working on reducing your biggest expenses so that tends to be our car and our mm -hmm. houses mm -hmm. so one thing you'll hear out in the financial world is house hacking mm -hmm. finding ways to cut your 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 mortgage or your rent so there there's so many different ways that that can be done where well, there are different ways that that can be done so one we look at the the show um insecure mm -hmm. isa recently she i think it was last season of the season before she moved into another apartment and she became the property manager right and oftentimes as the property manager you're responsible for taking in tenant complaints and issues but you get free housing so that's you know that's one option another option um and i think this is really crucial when you're looking at buying your first home is one doing the fha loan mm -hmm. but then also looking into a multi-unit versus feeling obligated to move into a single family or a condo right um but when you have that multi-unit you live in one and you have your your tenants to pay for your mortgage essentially sense, and yeah. then that money that's coming in or the money that you're not putting out for your your mortgage or your rent goes towards cutting back on your debt. Right. Um, even if you're not a homeowner, so there are certain caveats within Airbnb um, contracts that you can talk to your landlord and you can ask them if they give you permission to rent out another room or another unit within your complex to Airbnb. Some will say yes, some will say no, but then you get that income and that cuts your your expenses as far as your, your rent is concerned. So right. you don't have to be a homeowner in order to uh, take, take advantage of VRBO and Airbnb. Hmm. It's just a matter of persistence and and creativity and again i'm not saying it's 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 easy right but it's it also not hard right it can be done <laughs> yeah it can be done okay all right so that you have your house hacking you have your car hacking another thing we want to talk about and this was a method that i incorporated was um tackling your debt with the snowball method hmm. so how many of you all are are familiar with dave ramsey um the the financial I guess the financial guru, yeah, guru, yep. him, him and Susie Orman uh, are the financial gurus for another generation. So I follow Dave Ramsey and he talks about the snowball method. You all drop a five in the, uh, uh, drop a whatever in the comments. <laughs> if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey and his snowball method, um, Ebony says the most important thing is the mindset. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, when I say, let's not think that it's hard because I think when we, 
something happens in our brain when we think that it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our, our brains and our bodies don't want to do things that we're saying is hard. We want to avoid hard. Right. And so we have to kind of play this game with ourselves and, and look at it from a different perspective. And so that's why I feel like the mindset is so crucial. But I also think that we black, everything hard. <laughs> like it's hard. It's gonna, it, we are black folk in America that we, and Lord knows what we deal with. We black women too. So we yeah. deal with everything to A to Z. It's okay to me to acknowledge, okay, this is going to take some work. That No, that I don't think. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, yeah, okay, it's going to take work. No denying that. that. Yeah. This is going to take some, some right. creativity. Mm-hmm. This is going to take, this is going to be um, a challenge. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Yeah. And it's okay to acknowledge that. Yeah. That it's, yeah. it's, it's going to, you know, this is going to be a two. Like you said, you lived at home for how long? Mm-hmm. This is going to be a, a role. A sacrifice. Sacrifice. A That's sacrifice. the right word for yeah, it. Yeah, right. Definitely a sacrifice. Right. So going back to, to Dave Ramsey and this snowball method. So okay. essentially what the snowball method is, you look at all your different debts. So let's say you have five credit cards mm-hmm. and you have a... Um, and a student loan. Mm-hmm. You look at... Now you can do it two ways. Uh-huh. Um, there's the way that addresses your emotion and there's the way that addresses the financial piece listen whichever way works for you Mm -hmm. so you line them up and you can line them up either according to the amount that is on each card so you start with your your smallest credit card at the at the front and then you and then you 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 pay some out based off of the the amount of debt owed okay Okay. line them up that way okay or you can line them up based off of which one has the highest apr which one has the Mm -hmm. highest interest rate Mm -hmm. and you start with that one. Now, if you start with the one that has the, the highest interest rate, then find, from a financial perspective, it makes more sense to start with that because you're cutting the one that's costing you the most interest-wise. I was like, what do you say about school loans? What do you- <laughs> so, well, you know, I, I, honestly, I, I can't recall where the, school loans follow, uh, where the school loans falls into that. But I would think it would fall... You you place it depending on the amount, the amount of the, the, of, yeah. of the debt. So yeah, the, the amount of the debt. Right. You just right. use it just with whatever debt you have. Right. Got it. Okay. Um, or or like I said, you start with the the one with the biggest the the biggest interest the biggest um, balance. Okay, so from sense. a from a emotional standpoint, if you clear one out, you like say you have one that's only five hundred dollars, and you're able to clear one out Do versus different. you're working on five different ones because your first one has a ten thousand dollar. $10,000 balance. Mm. That's a little bit more emotionally taxing. But if you see yourself, you're cutting the first one, you're cutting the second one because they have smaller balances from an emotional standpoint, it helps you to feel better. Yeah. So, so it, it may prompt you to keep going. Right. That's right. The, so I, I mean, I think trip. for most people that that emotional piece makes a little bit more sense. Right. But you can also, like I said, you start out with the one with the biggest interest and you work your way down from there. Okay. So you, you tackle one at a time, you pay the minimum on all the others, but the one that you're focusing on, the one let's say you're doing the one with the the biggest balance mm-hmm. um, or the smallest balance you're, you're, you're working on that one you 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 pay whatever your in, whatever your excess is so maybe the the minimum is I don't know a hundred dollars but you have an extra hundred so you in your budget so you put 200 towards that one and then you pay the minimum on all the rest once you've cleared that credit card, then you go on to the next one. You you pay not only the minimum on that credit card, but then you take the two hundred that you were paying on the first one, and then you apply it to, to the second to one. the second one as okay. well, um, and and whatever that minimum is. So maybe that minimum is 
is $75. So you pay $75 plus 200, that's 275. You clear that one, then you go to the next one. Now you're taking 275 and you're applying it to that third one. So okay. it's this so snowball, snowball of, yeah. of contributing bigger and bigger amounts as you cut your different your different debt items one by one. Okay. So that's, that's just kind of a, a method there. Right. All right, let's see. Okay. Danette says, I'm not familiar with the snowball method. Mm. All right. Ebony said, it's not easy at all. Just my opinion. All right. Not everyone can move back home and stack. A lot of people are making six figures in New Jersey or not making six figures in, in Jersey. It's so expensive. That's another piece too. Uh, that's true. Yes. Jersey Probably. is definitely expensive. Yeah, it's, but it's, again, it's, I already addressed not everyone can live at home. It might not look, um, yeah, it might true. not look the like same. that, but you can, you can consider, you know, if you have a home, you can. Can we move? Can we rent this room out to someone? Is there someone we can rent this room out mm -hmm. to? Or can I store someone's furniture in my extra room? You see, it's money to be made yeah. if you got an extra charge. room. <laughs> yes, yes, extra space storage do does it. Time. Yeah, do I have an extra. I have an extra parking space. I don't. But let's say you have an extra parking space and you live next to train uh, a, a railroad, um, mm -hmm. the train station. Mm -hmm. You can rent out your parking space. I even read the other day people rent out their cars. Yeah. See, you watching. <laughs> so there's yeah, there's, there's all these different ways, you know, you 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 rent out your room, you know, there there's so many different ways. So no it doesn't look like moving back at home, but again, what can you do? That's what I'm saying. That's but that I guess in essence we're saying the same thing, mm -hmm. right? So I can't move back home, but there got to be something else I can do. Right. And that looks, you know, different for everybody. Else. Right. Mhm. Mm all right. The rest. Let's see here. APR APR is low. Jay, I'm not sure what you're saying. All right. What about transferring your card balance to no interest cards? Oh, that's a good one, Danette. And I I, I played that, that game for a while. Yeah. So, okay. you know, you get an offer in the credit cards. You know, they, they send you an offer mm -hmm. for um, use our card, transfer your transfer your balance for at 0% for a year and a half. Okay. So you're no longer having to pay the interest on the cards. You transfer the balance and they hold off on charging you interest for a year. Okay. I think I did that two or three times, opened okay. up a new card. But with that, you have to be disciplined and make sure that you're paying it off and that you're not um, that you're not uh, that you're not running up the new card. Okay. Essentially, yeah. okay. you know. So for that one, you do have to make sure that you're really on top, of, on top it of it because you could be making yourself susceptible to um, just more credit card debt. But that's a good one, Jeanette. All right. The next one, um, and this, this goes back to the cutting your expenses. So combing through your finances, like I said, that 30 minutes of managing your, your finances every week, just looking at your finances every mm -hmm. week and not, mm -hmm. you know, sticking your head in the sand and, and looking for the leaks in your finances. So what I found when I would do mine was subscription services. There were subscriptions that I signed up for, maybe trying to get a trial mm. or subscriptions that I wasn't using anymore. And that's, you know, that could be up to $100 a month. They get you. Yeah, there's so many different they ones now. Especially if you forget. Right. And you're looking at your, your statement like, wait a minute. Right, yeah, right. That's true. So uh, coming through. Also the bank fees. So, you know, mm -hmm. if you're if you're not keeping your your minimum balance, you may want to close out that overdraft account, fees. yeah, overdraft fees, yeah. different things like that yeah. and making sure and that's what happens when that was is what was happening to me when I was turning a blind eye. Mm -hmm. I would be getting some overdraft fees and all kinds of things and and 
I, I just oh, want to look, look at it. Like, uh, I just want to look at Yolo? it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing. I'm doing better now, though. That's good. Um, your 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 grooming. So looking at and seeing where the what about are. grooming? Listen, she tripping, y'all. You you me. do you do your own nails? Or you were doing your own nails at one point? Uh, yeah, I stopped doing my own nails a long time ago. I stopped. Well, I, I when I was paying off my debt, I was doing my own nails and the press I on. Do, I do. I do. Yeah. You, you, you mean you stopped going to get them done? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, Long time, though. You're doing your own. That's, yeah, that's true. That's, I didn't know where you wanted to cut there. You know, you talking listen, about cutting. Spence is grooming is, is for, important. For some women, nails are necessary. That's true. You know, but you you said, all right, I'm going to do my own. For me, at one point, I was doing my own. The hair might be something you do on your own. The wax, the eliminating, the, doing the home waxes. I don't know. Okay, so what, so what do you say to the people out there that might be saying... But we need, but we want luxury. We've suffered so long. <laughs> now I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, what I would understand. you say to those people? I like, understand. I'm, I'm tired of, I don't want to, I want to go get, what? sit back and so you want my dog. You so. want to make me a bad, a bad guy. Because <laughs> they already don't like that I said that this is not complex. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm just saying, what would you say to that person? Because I think that a lot of people may struggle with, especially the grooming part. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm really talking about that piece. I'm not really talking about everything else that you addressed. Yeah. But what about that grooming part where it's like, man, I've cut back on everything. I got to cut back on that too. Mm -hmm. That's the little peace of mind that I have to go get my hair done. Whatever it is for that person. Yeah. Right? Haircut, mm -hmm. feet done, facials, mm -hmm. massage. Well, we we're, we're luxury, right? That's the what, facials and massage. Listen, <laughs> I'm just I, saying. I, I love all those things too. All right. Um, and I think that I, yes, I, I, who doesn't like luxury, but it's a matter of what, what do you want and right, what, right. what, where's your vision? So, right. so right. if you can envision yourself without the debt on your shoulders, mm. maybe that year of cutting back on the salon or the facials or the, the pedicures might be worth that vision of, of, of having the debt off your shoulders or being able to buy the new home or not fighting with your spouse about, about money. Mm. Is, is it okay. worth that? Right. And everyone has to decide how important it is to you. Right. And what's going to be your priority at right. the end of the day. Right. And I think, right. I think that's one key too, is thinking about not just trying to get away from something, get away from the debt, but what are you trying to work towards as a whole? Right. What's yeah. the vision where you're trying to go? And that, that vision may help pull you along to be able to make the sacrifices that are difficult to make. They certainly are difficult to make. That's a fact. Right. Okay. So going back to our last point, point number four, um, when you comb through your finances, you find the leaks in them, whatever you find. So let's say you cut a $200 by cutting back on your grooming, um, mm. your, your eliminating your bank fees, your, your cutting back on your subscription subscription. We know that you have that money there because you were, you were sending it to someone else, sending it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So now that you don't have those expenses, now you auto pay that $200 towards some bill. So something. You, yeah, something, some, yeah. some, some item of debt okay. because it was there. So you're just reallocating it and sending it automatically to the place where you, you want it to go. Because I think the more you automate things, the easier it is to make sure that you're either saving or spending the, uh, uh, addressing the debt. And then ultimately, ultimately it's just being smarter about your money and how you, how you're, you know, paying everything mm -hmm. from what you're saying. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Um, Jay says student loans should be last. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, Jay, you want to explain why you say student loans should be last? Is that because of the um, 
Is that because of the interest the, the interest rate? Yeah. Then he says you have to celebrate small victories and reward yourself. I think that's true. I think that's true. But reward yourself in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't. You're right. You can't get too crazy. Right. right. Mm hmm. Um, some people are prioritizing survival and paying off debt is a luxury for them. Ooh. So I believe. What does that look like? I, who, who are you talking about? I, I, mean, I think that that what he's referring to, he's, he's, I think he would be referring to the people population are. that might not be making, that might be making minimum wage. Okay. So if you're making minimum wage, it is going to, your, your, pri, your primary, uh, the big portion of your expenses is going to go to just surviving your, your, your house expense and your car and things like that. Um, I wouldn't say that debt is a luxury, but, but that it's just, it, they can't make it a priority. And that, I guess someone like that would need to get creative, right? Mm -hmm. You would need to be hopping on maybe driving Lyft mm -hmm. or Uber or just being creative because you're only making a certain amount at right. nine to five or whatever the case might be. But mm -hmm. so you have to get creative. And not only, but resourceful as well. And, and, and being okay with taking the help that you need. So, you know, I was looking at some of the requirements for, you know, your NJ snap, your food stamps. If you, if you um, are eligible, so I believe it was if your income is around 2000 a month mm -hmm. and you're a single person, mm -hmm. then you're eligible for food stamps. Okay. Also, even if you're living at home and you, and you split your expenses with whoever you live with, whether it's, you know, grandparents, parents, brother, sister, whoever it might be, if their finances aren't combined with your finances and you're making $2,000 a month, you can apply for, for food stamps. Okay. So being using the resources that are out there too um, and taking advantage of that. Now, something like that might apply for a college student, a college student who is trying to work, trying to be in school, and also trying to get the debt off of his shoulders that his parents left him with. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. again, it's being creative and, and being resourceful. And thinking outside the box. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So any other thoughts, Marv? No, I think we, I think we, I think we covered it all. Yeah, yeah. I think we covered it all. What, do, what about you? I think we covered it all. Um, I don't know. People are not gonna like me today. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, That's not I true. stand, I stand on, on That's my convictions. Not true. And you, Your you, <laughs> I stand on my convictions. But you, we came to an understanding, though. We did. I think we came to an understanding. I think, I think we did. I think that we were. Um, in a lot of ways saying the same thing, right? Just a little bit different, right? And I think it's uh, some of it was just semantics. My right. thing is just the mindset. the way you talk to yourself and the way you talk about it determines whether or not you believe it's feasible. Right. 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 So thank you all. <laughs> but if you have any other thoughts, the, the, this video will be up until tomorrow. Yes. Um, and then we will be transferring it over to our podcast platforms. We're now on iTunes. Thank you guys yes. for joining us and Thanks we'll see you. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man.